Hey, what's going on, friends and fam? It's John, and it's time for the J-Mart cast. <clears throat> Excuse me. For Monday, January 1st. Happy New Year, everybody. What's going on? How are you? I'm actually recording this on uh, New Year's Eve, December 31st. Obviously, it's 1030 right now, an hour and a half before we ring in New Year. I will probably finish recording this well before that and hopefully be asleep before then as well. <laughs> Kids are asleep. Wife's at work. I'm going to have some friends over tomorrow, so don't feel like recording tomorrow. So getting it done today. So strap yourselves in. We're going to do a review of my last week. Then I'll do a year in review. And then some fitness advice. I got a question that I want to talk about, which is like how to get stay motivated to do exercise how to get and stay motivated to exercise because a lot of people for New Year's, right, they got their New Year's resolutions. A lot of people want to exercise a lot more. But, uh, you know, it's like how do you get motivated or stay motivated to keep exercising? So we'll tackle that question. And then I want to read a couple more excerpts from the Fiat Standard. I've gotten back to reading that book again and just want to share my favorite parts of it. Hopefully I can get all that in in 30 minutes. So let's get started. Hope you had a great week. What'd you do? tell you what I did. I went to see the Nutcracker with my wife. I got her tickets for Christmas and that was my gift for her. And we got to go and really enjoyed it. She loved it. She is tearing up for parts of it. She's like, it's so beautiful. I'm like, you're so corny, but I kind of love that about you. Um, so before the show, we went to a nice restaurant for, for dinner. We went to this place for, called Casa Madera, which uh, was a really nice, fancy uh, Mexican restaurant. And the dinner went off perfectly. It was amazing. We got a baba ganoush dip to start out, which wasn't really Mexican, but they're like, oh yeah, we have some Mediterranean inspiration as well. Then the second dish was more traditionally Mexican. That was a ceviche dish, which was awesome. Then we had this awesome duck confit taco that was really well done. It's not something we, Carly and I, have been able to uh, replicate at home when we cook with duck. And then uh, the last thing was a grilled sea bass, which was delicious. So we got pretty full and then we were getting ready to leave. And then just about before we're about to go, they brought this plate uh, with like a free dessert for us that said happy anniversary. And then I just remembered that I, when I made the reservation, I said that we were celebrating an anniversary. So they gave us this little dessert. So I'm like, oh, sweet. My little scam worked out. <laughs> we're getting something free out of this. And then I went into took a bite out of the cake and it was like this really crappy like sprinkle cake that I, I really did not like. <laughs> I got fooled into it because it had this like white icing that covered it and made it look seem nice, but it really wasn't. So I got reverse scammed <laughs> by, the, by the restaurant. <laughs> but then we went and enjoyed the nutcracker. So I quickly forgot about that, except the only thing that was bothering me there was the guy in front of me was like unusually tall and with a big head. <laughs> and he was actually blocking a quite a large section of the views. So I had to like really lean to one side to be able to see around his head and then switch over when everyone moved way too over to one side too much. <laughs> But overall, it was a great time. And then I noticed that there are some kids that went to the show as well, which was kind of nice because at one point it'll be nice. It'll be nice for me and my wife to maybe bring our kids to a show like this and enjoy it together. And, but I was noticing that at the 
intermission, as we were like getting up to just stretch our legs a little bit, we noticed that some of the kids were asleep. And I'm not going to lie, there's definitely parts where I was like, partial like almost falling asleep myself you know the music's just very soothing so it's natural for someone to fall asleep listening to it <laughs> anyway another fun thing i did uh just yesterday actually was i went to see an old friend of mine he invited me over to hang out with some old friends and uh, do a white elephant gift gift exchange and it was actually a lot of fun every gift was stolen at least once and most of them were stolen two times and we had it that it would like the second time would lock it to the person who stole it. Carly and I had brought a, just a, one gift between us. It was a, a nicely potted plant. Uh, I think it was a pothos plant. Not sure. Carly, my wife was in charge of that one. <laughs> Even Yeah, that one got stolen twice. Um, only uh, two, the last two uh, items were only stolen one time only. So, Anyways, uh, what I ended up getting was this uh, calendar that has daily Shakespearean insults. And I'm so happy that I got that. That was actually when somebody else had opened that. I was like, I really want that. And then because my wife and I had only brought one gift between the two of us, she was like in charge of, I guess, <laughs> the stealing process. And she liked another like a recharger. It was like a gadget that recharges phones. Like um, anyway, she wanted that. So I was like, all right, sure, let's get that. Uh, but in my in the back of my mind, I was like, if we steal that now, someone's going to steal that away from us. So we're not going to get it. But this is good because then. Once somebody steals that away from us, we could possibly steal the uh, uh, this uh, calendar thing that I actually really want. <laughs> so this is going to work out in my favor, and it actually did, just as I planned. And I'm happy to say that the first Shakespearean, Shakespearean insult of 2023 comes from Romeo and Juliet, and the quote goes, She speaks, yet she says nothing. <laughs> Oh, this is great. I'm going to read these every episode from now on. Gonna, I'll have like a week's worth of ones that I can share and I'll just maybe pick out the best one and try to do my best to uh, quote it. Anyway, that's, uh, that's that. So we're at uh, 1042 here, December 31st, 2022. The year's coming to a close I was just looking through my pictures on my photos app to um, kind of do a little re year in review and uh, look at the highlights and kind of make a note of what, what all those are. And it's really been a wonderful year for me. It started off in the you know early days of January with my newborn baby, right? She would have been only a couple months still because she would have born late November uh, 2021. So the early parts of 2022 were filled with uh, little baby Rose, my daughter, uh, you know, taking care of her, basically doing the basic boring things that you do with the baby, eat, you know, feed, feed them, clean them, clean the diapers, put them to sleep. <laughs> That's about it. And, you know, of course, that grew to be quite uh, boring in the middle of winter pretty quickly. So, we were, you know, fortunate and lucky enough to be able to get away in late fe February to a trip to Mexico, which was awesome. It was mostly a, a trip to eat lots of tasty Mexican food, and we did a little bit of snorkeling too, which was nice. Then a little bit later into spring, 
April, I was lucky enough to get a free ticket to the Bitcoin conference in Miami. So I just paid for flights and accommodation to go for, was it like three nights, which was awesome. Had a great time, met some really cool people, made a cool video about about it. So if you haven't checked that out, go to my YouTube page and just, um, it'll be easy to find, I'm sure. Go and have a look. Then as the summer came, we did a lot of fun summery, summery things, you know, go to like a, on a center, center island trip, have a barbecue, go to like friends parties, bachelor parties, cottages, wine tour, baby showers. We went to the beach, lots of fun stuff. Great summer. Couldn't ask for better. Then in the fall, I, in September was when I discovered this farm that I now buy milk from that sells unpasteurized milk which I've been very happy with since then I've been drinking unpasteurized milk myself giving it to my children and very happy with that decision in October I remember I had my first Brazilian jiu-jitsu tournament which I kind of sabotaged myself a little bit by you know partying a little bit too much the night before the tournament but I still came in second place at a small you know four-person tournament so but it was my first one, it's a memorable one, had fun. Also in October, I did Sober October. Um, that was, uh, yeah, that was fun. So sobriety for the month and also had my handstand challenge for the month as well. Then I had the November squat challenge. That was, the challenge was to see how heavy I could do 20 reps of uh, back squats. And I got to as high as 200 pounds for 20 reps. So that was pretty sweet. I was happy with that. Had a trip to Ottawa in November as well. Went to a wedding in November. And of course, my daughter's birthday in November. So great year to round it off with my daughter's birthday. And then, of course, all the Christmas stuff leading into December. And then a year in review in terms of global news-wise, it was kind of a an interesting one as well. Of course, started off early in the year. There was the trucker protests. Then the war in Ukraine happened. Of course, uh, from the financial perspective, there's the whole aggressive interest hikes that um, rapidly uh, screwed a lot of people over, <laughs> screwed a lot of businesses. It's all to fight the inflation, but, you know, uh, it's like should have been done a lot sooner. <laughs> kind of sucks now that we have to have inflation and high interest rates at the same time. But anyway, what else happened? Then all the... Crypto scams, of course, happened the, that like ended up in huge busts and blowing up into like, you know, these fake companies into like worth being worthless, being worth zero. There was Luna, of course, that was the first one to happen. Then there was this company called Celsius. Then the most recent one, the biggest one is this exchange called FTX, you know, all these, you know, pon real Ponzi schemes that blew up quite dramatically. And of course, this all of it effect, affected Bitcoin price negatively. So it's been, you know, not doing well. But uh, ultimately, you know, price of Bitcoin doesn't matter. What matters are the characteristics that it has, its properties that making it a great form of money, such as absolute scarcity, open, permissionless, censorship resistant. It's natively digital, borderless. Anyway, I could go on, but uh, ultimately, 
you know, if you understand all that and you think you see a future that leads to people using it more and more, then, you know, the price being down is actually a good buying opportunity. So, so that's one way of looking at it. And, you know, there's a core group of these hardcore Bitcoiners that they understand Bitcoin for what it is. They can see its properties and they think that these are properties that make it valuable. And so they are able to, you know, see that near the end of the year, Bitcoin is down like 65% from its all-time high, not from all-time highs, just from like the start of the year. And so this is a cheap, good buying opportunity. We'll see in 2023 how long the price can be suppressed down like this. But before we talk a little bit more about Bitcoin, I did want to have my um, fitness advice idea tried out here. So 2023 starting, as I already said, for New Year's resolutions, a lot of people want to lose weight. And of course, they think that the best way to do so is to start exercising. So then the question becomes, how do I stay motivated to keep exercising? All right, so to answer this question, I thought a fun way of trying to do the to do this would be maybe to first try to ask the question to ChatGPT, which is this online program that is supposed to use artificial intelligence technology to like answer questions like this. And then kind of review the answer and maybe just provide any additional notes based on what I see, whether I agree with it or not, or whether there's something that's left unsaid that needs to be stressed out. So here's what I've done. I've asked ChatGPT, how do I stay motivated to exercise? And the answer that it gives out to me, it says there here are a few ideas. It lists out seven. First idea, set a specific and achievable goal for yourself. This can help you stay focused and motivated. Yeah, this is a great idea. So if you've heard of SMART goals, SMART is an acronym and it stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time Sensitive. And it's basically a, it's a way of setting goals that can help you like meet your what you want to accomplish in a very efficient way. It's a lot more effective anyway. And so I'm not going to go over, like, you know, just look it up, look up SMART goals. I don't have to explain what each of those acronyms mean specifically, but uh, that's a good way of setting goals if you're going to take the number one approach here from, or uh, advice from ChatGPT here in terms of setting specific and achievable goals for yourself. So set SMART goals. Number two, find a form of exercise that you enjoy. If you enjoy what you're doing, you'll be more likely to stick with it. Yeah, great advice. Obviously, um, you know, there's many different things you could be doing. You could be lifting weights. You could be running. You could be swimming. You could be climbing, uh, doing gymnastics, all just body weight exercises, calisthenics. You could be uh, doing some dance. That's a one that, you know, gets uh, ignored. But dance is a great way to get moving. Oh yeah, of course there's martial art. That's my personal favorite. But you really need to find that one thing that's specific to you that you really enjoy. Because you need a why. You need a reason to do something. If you don't have a reason, you're not going to do it. And the best reason to do something is because you want to do it. Because <laughs> you have an attraction to doing it, just naturally. It's as simple as that. All right, number three on the list 
Exercise with a friend or group. This can be a great way to stay accountable and motivated. Yeah, absolutely. If you're in a group of friends and you're missing out a, you know, a session here and there, people are going to get on your case and and tell you to keep coming uh, and, you know, keep you accountable like it says here. <laughs> Number four, mix up your workouts. Doing the same thing all the time can get boring. Try new activities or switch up, switch up your routine to keep things interesting. Um, yeah, that works for certain people, but then for other people, I think they kind of like doing the same thing over and over again. And if I think there's, as long as you have some measurable thing that you're doing and you're getting better with that thing that you're measuring, then you don't actually necessarily have to be switching it up or at least not as frequently. I think eventually you do need to switch things up, but yeah, there's a lot more nuance to that point, I would say. All right, number five for things that you can do to stay motivated to exercise, reward yourself for meeting your exercise goals. This can be a great way to stay motivated and celebrate your progress. Yeah, I'm not against that, absolutely. Uh, you got to pick, pick the right rewards, though. That's definitely important. Like, don't reward yourself with, like, cheat meals and stuff like that. Um, I'm not sure if that's... You know, maybe reward yourself with something like uh, cool equipment, maybe for, for more training. Like that would be a good reward, but I'm not sure. Yeah, you'd have it'd be very customized to, I guess, you personally as to what rewards would like motivate you to keep going. All right. Number six, remember the benefits of exercise. Exercise can improve your physical and mental health and can help you feel good about yourself. Yeah, it's such an important one that, you know, we forget. We think like we're just doing this exercise thing to look good. And that's like such a vain thing. It's like so, so shallow to just want to look good. But it's just so much more than that. You know, it's, it's for your health. First of all, you better have, you have better, you know, circulatory system. You have a better immune system. You have, all your, you know, your body is just like a system of systems and you're tuning all of the systems to their best capability, to their best capacity by doing exercise. So you're improving your health, but also your mental health, uh, like your, your, the, all the thoughts that are knocking around in your head left and right and are preventing you from being able to focus on the task at hand. That can be better controlled, <laughs> better under your grasp. You know, never completely, but definitely more so when you force yourself to exercise or do something where you're moving. Anyway, get off my rant there. Number seven for things you can do to keep motivated, stay motivated to exercise. Don't be too hard, too hard on yourself. It's okay to have off days or to miss a workout. Just try to get back on track as soon as possible. Yeah, totally. Uh... One rule that helps with this is don't miss two in a row. It's okay to miss one, like schedule things, obviously. So that's for that's number one is schedule things and then don't miss more than one in a row. And if you do that, then you can create a habit. You can create a routine. And the best way to change behavior is by through forcing a new habit to develop. And that comes through repetition. So, yeah, don't be too hard on yourself, definitely. But also, don't be too easy on yourself. Don't skip more than one. And I guess my ultimate final thing that I think hasn't been said in this list of seven here that ChatGPT's 
um, provided here is sometimes it's not about the motivation. It's about deciding that this is a priority, right? It's motivation can come and go, but when you just decide that this is a priority and you have to accomplish this, you have to check off a box in order to get it done, then there's a finality to it. You know, it's just, it's been decided. It's either a one or a zero. You either did it or you didn't. You checked off the box or you didn't. At the end of the day, did you get your workout in? Because the answer better be yes, because you decided that it was going to be a priority. So you've taken the decision out of it and now it just has to get done. There's just that there's a bit of a mindset set shift basically in like seeking motivation to just deciding that it has to happen. And I think you have people with, that have more more success reaching their goals when they have that mindset shift as opposed to looking for motivation to continue exercising. All right, so that's that. That's the advice for the people who are looking to exercise more as a New Year's resolution in 2023. Now let's do a quick little Bitcoin update. We are on block height 769,815. Price of one Bitcoin is trading at 16,527 US dollars. One US dollar will buy you 6,050 Satoshis, which are the smallest subunit of a Bitcoin, which can be subdivided 100 million times if you wish to purchase Bitcoin and you live in Canada, may I suggest ShakePay, which is a, a Canadian exchange that I use. I have a referral link in the description of the podcast. Check it out. You get a $10 reward for the first $100 you use to buy Bitcoin. So I want to continue down the path of talking about the problems that fiat causes that the current money system is has created rather than talking about Bitcoin, which I think provides the solutions for it because it's much more important to be aware of the problems and then who knows, maybe there can be alternate solutions too, but at least we need to agree that there's some sort of problem. So what is the problem? Well, the problem is that the money is based on fiat, nothing more than a decree. Money's just valuable because somebody important says that it is, right? Who important? The nation states, right? Like our government says we have to use our money. We have to pay our taxes in the money that they create or else what? We go to jail, right? Like, <laughs> So what are some of the externalities, negative you know, side effects or main effects really, <laughs> not side effects of having fiat money? Well, I'm reading this book called The Fiat Standard by Saifedina Moose, who is a well-known Bitcoiner with another book called The Bitcoin Standard, which uh, I'm going to definitely get into reading after I finish this one. Halfway done this one now. Um, and so I wanted to read a part, a section from a chapter titled Fiat Science. And the subheading here is called uh, Fiat Academics. So academics is definitely something that I've participated in in my life and I've seen parts of it, you know, through my Bachelor of Science degree and Master of Science degree that I've gotten. So a lot of what he's talking about here is actually very relevant to my experience and I definitely saw this and agree with what he's saying. 
So anyway, he goes, The role of government in universities increased drastically in the United States in the 1930s after the Great Depression. With increased economic problems engulfing universities, and with fiat allowing government practically limitless spending, governments naturally began encroaching on universities' financial and intellectual output, particularly as governments needed the help of universities in determining how to manage the modern fiat economy and direct spending toward achieving government goals. Perhaps the most pernicious effect of the fiatization of the modern university is the destruction of the scientific method. What passes for science now is a mix of government propaganda, corporate advertising, make-work welfare programs for nerds, and research papers that amount to meaning-free, irrelevant gibberish. This sad state of affairs persists and survives because government intervention has removed the market test for success. With funding for research primarily coming from government bureaucrats, academics don't need to worry about real-world, profitable applications of their work. Irrelevant research bears no cost for the researcher or his institution, and with universities afforded an effective subsidy through subsidized loans for their consumers, the market test for success is removed, and universities and the geeks populating their offices are free to drift into a world of insignificance and corruption, a world with little regard for truth. The most obvious manifestation of this is the mushrooming of entire fields and departments specialized in producing completely inconsequential and incoherent noises and marketing them as scholarship. Yeah, all of this is so true. The quality of papers that are published now are quite low. It's like just like p-hacking is one term that is used and it's basically where it's the practice of manipulating statistical analyses in order to get a statistically significant result. You know, this can involve a number of things such as selecting a subset of data to analyze, not the whole thing, using multiple different analyses and selecting only the one that gives the desired result or using certain data transformations that make the result more significant Basically, it leads to publication of all these false or misleading results. And, you know, it's just like not the right way to conduct science. And then on top of all this, you know, poor publication, then you have all these new fields that are cropping up. Like even me, the Master of Science degree that I earned was from the Department of Laboratory Medicine and Pathobiology. Like what? And there's at least like 10 or 15 other departments with almost the exact same description of what my department was. And that's just the, the biology department. Like this is true all across all the different sciences. And they're all doing the same thing. They're all publishing this, you know, low quality p-hacking kind of results that are pretty meaningless and have no real world application in a way that really changes people's lives that could be commercially applied. Anyway, I wanted to read one more little excerpt from the book before I call it the end of the podcast. So now just moving a little ahead a few pages to the subsection that says, the science says. <laughs> so this subsection goes, 
Science is a name given to a systematic method for asking questions and experimenting to answer these questions. Science relies on demonstrable experimentation precisely because it relies on the word of nobody. Under the fiat standard, science has instead become a set worldview with prescribed statements and commandments. When the practice of science and all universities are captured by a single authority with infinite fiat at its disposal, the experiments are turned into ritual exercises carried out behind closed doors, whose results are to be believed by relying on the authority of the experimenters and the bodies that regulate them. The scientific method is perverted to its exact opposite when government channels relay the supposed results. Rather than a process, science, in quotes, has become an ideology or religion. Yeah, to me it really seems like this is exactly what's happened, and this is no better personified than when people use the science says quote, right? Science says you should, you know, do this, you should do that. Science says you should get vaccinated because it's safe and effective. That's what science says, right? Just government is the main funder of you know, any experiments that are going on in universities that are that we're relying on when we say science says. Right, so I think we've come to the end of the podcast. This is a bit of a longer one, 30 minutes this week. It is the end of the year, year in review 2022 podcast, so appreciate you sticking with me and listening in and liking the podcast and sharing it with friends and giving it a giving it a five-star rating all that good stuff love you all thank you so much for being listeners of the show friends and family you're the greatest appreciate you write me in 2023 until then stay active be grateful jmart out <laughs>